Hi, my name is Garrett Granha, and today I will be interviewing my father, Reynaldo Granha, a migrant worker who grew up in Mexico and would work in the United States, to hear about his experiences. So, Dad, can you tell me a little about yourself? I certainly can. That's it. That's the little thing about me. I'm, I'm your dad. <laughs> How much detail do you want to know? Uh, you want to know about me, or you want to know... About your experiences growing up in Mexico. Well, growing up, I grew up in Mexico. I also grew up in the United States. The in, I was born in Mexico, and uh, in Mexico, I spent up till around seven years old. I, most of my time was spent either in Mexico or, or in the U.S. Uh, in my older years. The initial years were all in Mexico. As I got older, the, more, the older I was, the more time I spent in the United States uh, working in the, in, the, in the fields. I was a migrant worker. So I would work my way from Mexico, south of Mexico all the way north into Canada. So that happened only in my old, old years, when I was old enough to understand picking and cutting and other things like that. Hmm. Any work related to growing farming. Okay. Well, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about your family and the kinds of food that you would eat. Uh, when I was young? Uh, well, we had several types of food. A lot of the food was everything outside. There was uh, something called verdelagas. Those are uh, considered weeds here in the United States, and I picked those weeds out in our, in our backyard a lot, lot of the time. Oh. But every time I see them and I pick them, I always remember that that was some of the food we used to eat. What did it taste like? Uh, it tastes, it was, they're green, they're kind of like green beans, only a lot more tender. Uh, I'm trying to, oh, I know what it would taste like. If you had green peppers and you, and you fried them or, or stewed them or cooked them in a steam, they're, they're very greeny, tasty. So those, that's some of the food we used to eat. Other foods we used to eat were, uh, uh, there are some, in, in a cactus tree, there's the cactus fruit. And we used to eat all types of cactus fruit. But in addition to the cactus fruit, it also gave off a little flower. And we used to eat the flowers as well. So we would eat a lot of the, the most of it was out, whatever we could find, we would eat off of the, out there, we would eat, uh, we, we, we had, if we had, when we had chicken or something, we would fill, we would get flowers and stuff them with this mixture of, of n native plants and along with meat and there would be like stuffed peppers. Hmm. So they tasted real nice, really good. That was one of the meals we used to eat out there as well. That was, that was when I was young, we were working in the field. As I got older, we stopped eating those foods because we didn't, you, you weren't out there picking all the food you wouldn't 
dependent on the food that you pick. You actually went to a grocery store and bought food. Oh, probably changed the experience for you. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. It was very strange. <laughs> so what sort of music did you listen to as you were growing up? Well, first of all, like I said, we were migrant workers. We didn't have a radio. And so um, my mother was the one that was, she would always be singing. In the house, outside working out in the fields, she would always be singing some songs. And uh, when we were at home, she would always be singing songs. So she was constantly singing nonstop, and we would all sit around and just, when we had our meals, we would sit down. And we, I listened to all the old music. So I grew up listening to very old Mexican songs. And it was always around my mother singing in her voice. And we still talk about how she used to just keep us entertained with all her songs. And to this day, I still remember how beautiful those songs were. Oh. Yeah, they were. They were very precious to me. Yeah. And I, I get emotional, right? Like right now. Uh, just thinking of all the, all the music that I, in fact, I have most of the old, those old artists and old songs, I still haven't recorded. I have hundreds, hundreds of those old music. So you would record and, her sing or was it just from the other artists? Oh, no, I wouldn't record her singing. It was just the songs that she would sing. I, I remember all the old songs from them. In fact, um, Linda Ronstadt, plays a lot of the old songs that my mother used to sing. And there's an album called uh, Canciones de Mi Padre, which means songs for my parents, for my father. And she sings a lot of those old songs. And Canciones de Mi Padre, like I said, means songs of my parents. So she sang those old songs. So we never listened to Linda Ronstead play those old Mexican songs. I, I get a lot of rem, I reminisce around my mother singing those old songs as well. While we were out there in the field working, when we, when we moved into the United States, whenever she was uh, cooking or we would be eating, she would also be singing all those songs as well. Hmm. So that, that was a, there's still a lot of memories with a lot of the old songs that I have. That's why I play them a lot. You probably get tired of them. And you have no idea what the, what that really means to me, but well, it's, it's nice they're, to they're hear precious. the background. Yeah, they're very precious to me. So, do you ever smell something now that reminds you of an experience from the past? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Um, I was talking about going to the Mexican store and buying food over there. Sometimes I I, I walk in there and go near the butcher area or the produce area, or even the bakery. The bakery, for example, reminds me of uh, when the bakers, in, in those days you would buy uh, bakers. And my aunt used to own a store, so as a child, as a kid, I would hang around the store, just sitting around mm -hmm. there eating you know, with my cousins. And the bakery, were, they would always bring fresh bread, put it out there to be sold. And at the very end of the day, after everything had been sold, you know what, was, what would be sold? The crumbs. 
the crumbs of the of the of the day were one of the one of the best things you ever had because they had a mixture of sweet bread and sour bread and tart bread <laughs> and and that they actually sold it by the pound at the end of the day people would come in and go can I have a you know 10 cents worth of, of crumbs and we will sell them 10 cents worth of crumbs and I since I used to, since this was part of my end store I was able to sneak in a couple of uh, hand, handful of crumbs and eat them, <laughs> and uh, that was that was re- real special because he had all those freshly baked breads, and it was not, not, nothing but crumbs. But that was one of the best crumb days. You had you had good crumb days and you had bad crumb days. <laughs> some crumb days were crummy, some were even crummier, but they were all good crumb, good crumb <laughs> days. So, so. So I remember that when I go into a, a Mexican store and smell the bakery, go to the bakery section, and then you walk around and you and you walk into the produce section, and then you remember all of the fruits, the uh, the mangoes. When this is mango on the stick, you just walk around and you would buy a mango, and you remember all those fresh mangoes uh, being sold out there on the street as well. Then you walk a little bit further, and you be, be in the in the butcher section. Where uh, and didn't have much. We didn't have much food, but it was always the uh, pork rind, pork skins, <laughs> dipped in hot hot salsa. Those were great. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that was a lot. And paletas. Oh my God, paletas were the best. What are paletas? Pa- paletas or uh, popsicle sticks, like drum, like uh, drumsicles. I don't know if you know what a drumsicle oh, okay. is. Oh, Yeah. But basically, a paleta is it's a, it's a Ice cream on a stick, you know, a, a dreamsicle. Those were also one of my favorites. Oh, <laughs> that's what I, I got to tell you this. Uh, nowadays, whenever I go to the Mexican store, I'll buy a paleta and eat it before I get home. Oh, really? And then usually the evidence, I have to hide it and throw, throw the evidence away so that it can't be found. <laughs> Just a little popsicle stick. Little popsicle sticks, gotta go. No <laughs> evidence. So yeah, I have a lot of memories about smells that give me all these flashbacks. Same thing with the cooking. My my father used to cook. My father was a uh, he was a butcher. He was a baker, and he was a candy stick maker. Not a candlestick, but a candy stick. Cause he used to work in a in a candy factory. Well, I bet you got some of the good candies then. Oh yeah, we used to get a lot of the good good candies. Then we used to stick it in the freezer and eat them. That was when we were older. But when we were kids, the palette, uh, little uh, uh, I forgot what they call them. And then oh, piloncillos was was also a candy that you would eat. Oh. But I still remember all all those old candies. So yeah, I get a lot. I get a lot of from the smells. Well, that's good. Oh. Well, I wanted to thank you for sharing your story and experience with me and well, taking gladly. the time. Gladly. I'll tell you more and more if you want. Oh, of Just course I would love know. to. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye.